Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, um, I'm strong enough to admit it. I have been a bad mom, and I'm going to tell you what I've done on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, And uh, it is time for convening of the Bad Mom Club. Uh, I will be the president of that club, and yeah, I would like... It would be weird if I were. That's true. Uh, or not that weird, because you are a bad mom. I am? Yeah, because you're not a mom. Oh, okay. Anyway, call if you have a bad mom confession to make. 651-641-1071. Here's the deal. You may may know that it's almost Christmas. Uh Christmas is coming. Yeah. Every year we go to see Santa Claus uh, at our company has a nice Christmas party just for families and their kids. Yeah. It's wonderful. Santa Claus comes. We go to that party. The kids see Santa Claus picture taken. No line. It's awesome. It's perfect. It's great. Yeah. Okay. That's been our tradition for years. Well, this year, uh, my daughter was incredibly sick on the day of that party. So we couldn't go to the party. Now, I just was like, okay, well, you know, they don't need to see Santa. Like, they'll just... It won't be that big of a deal. They'll um, forget about you it. You have children who are how old again? 11 and two eight-year-olds. And you don't think 11 and two eight-year-olds would want to see Santa Claus every damn year? Again, I said I was a bad mom. This is my mom okay, fail. Well, all right. I thought maybe they would forget about it and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. <laughs> and uh, well, no, guess what? They haven't forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. And they keep on asking, when are we going to go see Santa? Well, yeah. And I am right now at present. They have not yet seen Santa. I have no plans yet. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm kind of screwed um, because everywhere you go, it's going to be like a three hour wait at this point. Mm-hmm. And um, because don't you know somebody who can, you know, hook us up? Yeah. I have worked all angles. I oh. mean, I don't know. At this point, I'm going to actually need the actual Santa to show up at my house to see them. I don't know. But six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. That's my bad mom moment. That's my mom fail. Uh, let's see what yours are. Dorothy's on the line. Hi, Dorothy. Hi, that's not my real name. I'm just so ashamed. No, don't I, be ashamed. Oh, Dorothy. It's okay. We it's will call you Dorothy, name, though, Dorothy. But we are here for you because we okay. all do it. What is your well, mom fail? Okay, I have three children, and the youngest was in kindergarten. The other one were elementary, or you know, uh, uh, elementary. So they, the kids went to school except the kindergartner because she had afternoon kindergarten. Mm-hmm. It was about fifteen degrees below zero, and the the uh, bus 
school bus picks them up right in front of our house, so I don't have to go out. I can just look at them with my coffee and wave to them through the window. Oh, that's perfect. And my kindergartner was out there, and she's waiting and waiting, and you know, and she's looking at me like, "What do I do? The bus is late," you know. And I'm so, I'm motioning, "Just stay, just stay." And she was so cold, and my coffee was so good. And um, then I'm getting really mad because I'm thinking, my gosh, it's so cold and this poor kid's out there. I called the school and I was so mad. And I said, my kid is out there. Where is that school bus? She's freezing. It's 15 below. And they said, oh, there's no school for kindergartners today. <gasps> I know. I had, I had, and I had to open the door and wave her back in. And, oh, God, I was mortified. And, of course, she had to tell everybody, you know, that she was out there freezing. But she was you know, out there for a good 15 minutes. Does she still remember it, Dorothy? Oh, she remembers it. And, the, and the, well, of course, you know, the kids made fun of me, and they still do. But the thing is, um, um, I didn't read the information. You know, when I when I called to complain, they said, well, didn't you read that in the booklet, you know, that we sent home? And I thought, nobody yeah, reads yes. those things. I didn't read it. No, because so. nobody reads those things, Dorothy. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm here for you. Thank you. You are, you know what? Go forward and uh, and fail some more. You have not Go done a terrible job. You are I fine. Yes, you. you certainly did. Thank you, Dorothy. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Good Bye. job, Dorothy. Yes, good job. Even though um, that's not your real name. I, she, you know, I don't think that was that bad. Um, how about this what, one? Leaving her kid out in the 15 below? No, yeah, because no, I would do it. fine. Because she brought her in. It's not like she was like, bye, and drove yeah. away. Well, at least she didn't like, go to the grocery right? store. Like, Different oh, she'll story. be fine. She's just fine. Oh, I couldn't do that. Okay, oh. here's another mom fail that came in over email. Uh, and if you've got one you want to share your bad mom moment in the bad mom club, give us a call at 651-641-1071. This is from Cassie. She says, today mm-hmm. I was dropping my three-year-old off at daycare. I noticed that the other kids were wearing PJs. I took my kiddo's coat, hat, and mittens off, and she was not wearing PJs. Daycare lady says to me, didn't your husband tell you? She said, yep, PJ day at daycare. I realize in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of a deal, but it just hits a nerve today. I get it. See, this is the, this is the thing. Parents, I'm with you. I'm on your side, Cassie. We have a lot to keep track of. I was going to say, y'all make your lives so complicated. PJ Day. Think about your mom uh, back in the day. Day. I mean, she had her own issues. I don't mean just your mom. Yeah, all, all moms. of moms. But like, they had their own challenges. Surely, I mean, they were busy. You know, like doing the thing. But um, I feel like today it's impossible. There's no way you guys can be uh, good moms. Meaning, no, I know you're always going to be a bad mom yes. at some point because there are so many expectations that seem ludicrous to me. It's awful and it's terrible. And you know what, moms? I think it's time that we retaliate. Um, I will deal with that uh, when I come up with a plan for our revolution. But I just want to say uh, to Dorothy, who called and to Cassie, who emailed, you're doing fine. It's OK. And I am, too, I think. Of course you are. Did we get any I mean, suggestions? If you get your kids to Santa Claus. I know. Did we get any suggestions yeah. of where I can go see People Santa? People are emailing you. I, where... I got one. Yes. Okay, so that's great. I got one where there's a breakfast with Santa. That'd be good because I'm going to really need to bring the razzle-dazzle in the sleigh this year. Um, what I Yes, that's what I'm looking for is those types of things because I am not going to the Mall of America. I love Mall of America. That Santa is fantastic. All of the appointments are taken, and I know that the lines will be long. And goodness gracious, we cannot be standing in a line. Yeah. That's just not going to go well. Why don't you, I, you know what? I bet Santa lives uh, in the computer, too. You could probably take him to the computer. 
No, they really want to sit on a lap. And I kind of do too. Now that I'm thinking about it, this you is. You want to sit on no, a lap? No, I don't want to sit on the lap, but I want the picture of them sitting yeah, on Santa's well, lap. You got options. Because we do that every single year. It's only the 13th. It doesn't feel like I have time, but I'm going to work on it. Thank you all for your calls and emails. If you have any other ideas, uh, just send them our way via email or on the Twitter box. Uh, and thank you all so very much. Okay, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have learned more about Mario Batali's, uh behaviors that have led to the accusations uh, of sexual misconduct on his behalf. Uh, and Bradley, you have a very interesting link between Mario Batali mm. And Harvey Weinstein. We're going to find out what that is after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Previously on Jason and Alexis. Three movies this holiday season that I can't wait to see. I'm seeing one of them today. <laughs> the last <laughs> one. That, what the that hell was, was a braggadocious that laugh. laugh. I'm sorry. That was, what? that was a nerd, dorky <laughs> excitement. I apologize. <laughs> what was that laugh? We're seeing Star Wars today. <laughs> the last Jedi. <laughs> Uh, actor in a drama, Daniel Day-Lewis for Phantom Thread. Oh, 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 oh. Hey, Don, there's your guy. Oh, 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 oh especially oh. since he's retiring. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. We'll, just, All right. we'll just let that noise hang out there. Uh, oh, Daniel- Mr. He. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Well, we're learning more about the behaviors that led to the complaints about Mario Batali's sexual misconduct on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk1071. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com and doing everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And, um, you know, when we hear these stories that come out about accusations against a celebrity specifically uh, for sexual misconduct, we start to see kind of a common thread between uh, their beha- the different times they've offended, right? With uh, Harvey Weinstein, it was the shower and the self-pleasure. Um, with uh, Kevin Spacey, he seemed to want to reach down people's pants and grab their junk a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we kind of know what Mario Batali's move was. And it sounds like, and this is according to um, workers who would, um, would help with an event that Mario Batali did, and he did a number of these uh, around the country at different events um and it was a it was called martinis i, I want to get it right magic act and martinis with mario so there would be a magic show there would be martinis there and mario batali would show up and he would hobnob with everybody crocs. yeah probably um and he would hobnob with people well according to some of the hospitality workers that that either oversaw these events at the at the restaurants and event halls that they were at or servers or people that were working at these events, he would get a little bit toasty-roasty. He would have a few drinks, a few cocktails, before he even showed up to these events where he was sort of the guest of honor. And um, and then throughout the night, as he got as he drank more, he would get a little bit more loose with his behaviors. Often, what the way it would start would be, he would single somebody out, and he would either say to them something like, I want to see you naked later. Ew. Yeah. 
Like, here was one exact, this is the exact quote uh, from one of the people who worked on one of these events. Uh, Her last name is Gunderson. She said, he looked me up and down and he said, you know, with a twinkle in his eye, I want to see you naked in my hot tub back at the hotel. And she said people around him heard him say this to her and they all kind of looked dumbfounded. Um, But she went on with her night and uh, she tried to kind of forget about that. But at another point in the evening when she was leaning over a table because she was working and she was trying to clear off the table, Mario Batali walked up behind her. And grabbed her in the crotch. Ugh. Yeah, that is apparently a move. Yes, yes, it is, For and that people. is not the only person <clears throat> who shared a story like that. And all of them happened at these magic act martinis and Mario Batali parties, um, where he would get handsy under their skirts, um, and all of it again. And they say that the the most of the time it was he he would show up drunk and people who were close to him said the drunker he got the more inappropriate he got um one of the people who was working for a hospitality company who was uh mishandled or mad manhandled by uh, mario batali went to complain about it and she said to uh one of his representatives he grabbed he grabbed me he grabbed my underwear and He's sexually harassing me. And the response from his representative was get in effing line. Oh, God. Yeah, well, he'd already, you'll remember, he was actually, uh, he had been sanctioned uh, or he had been forced to go to to training um, yeah. by his own company uh, for sexual harassment. Right. Um, so I have to believe that a lot of people knew about his behavior. Yeah, yeah. Which leads me to wonder if somebody else knew about his behavior. Somebody else who Mario Batali has in common with Harvey Weinstein. Now, remember Harvey Weinstein? Do you know who I'm going to say? Uh, I'm guessing. Yeah. Who? Uh, the spotted pig guy? No. No, no, Oh, no. because there's a connection there as well. Um, we can get to that. But mm-hmm. in this particular case, think back to Harvey Weinstein, who was one of the first actresses who uh, we were wondering why she hadn't come out and spoken uh, on Harvey Weinstein, somebody that he had worked with very closely. Gwyneth Paltrow. Thank you. So just to explain this to the audience, Gwyneth Paltrow has Harvey Weinstein to thank for For her her, Oscar. Yep, from Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare in Love. Mm -hmm. And people were very concerned as to why maybe she wasn't speaking out. Now, she's since spoken out, but... Do you know of the relationship between Mario Batali and Gwyneth Paltrow? Well, I th- I remember, if I remember correctly, they did a show together, there right, on a, the Food Network. No, it or was on, on the Food Channel. No, it was PBS. That's Or on PBS. A 13-part series um, that they did about traveling through Spain, and I remember watching it, but... Um, and being kind of annoyed at the time because it's just uh, anyway, it, it, it's beautiful in some ways, kind of annoying in others. But back to the relationship between those two. So Mario Batali and Gwyneth Paltrow. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have not just any relationship, they've been friends for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. And as recently as September, there was a spread in People magazine about how um, best buds Gwyneth Paltrow and Mario, and Mario Batali. Batali were. And I mean, you can just you can pull up the article which says why Mario Batali says Gwyneth Paltrow is his favorite sous chef. I mean, I think we know why. <laughs> because she's beautiful. <laughs> right. And um, uh, it talks about their relationship. She has appeared on The Chew. Uh, and of course, that that series that I mentioned back in 2008. But they've hosted fancy dinner parties together. So I will be interested to hear what she has to say about that because that's not just harvey weinstein that's not just a a working relationship right this is an actual close friendship and not that i expect her to to throw him under the bus or anything but you'd think she'd she'd be you know just horrified you would think or that she's got some stories to tell which that's i think that's my sort of second thought about that is Listen, I don't think we should hold our breath for her to say anything. I I would hope she would say something publicly again because she has been so publicly linked to him in friendship that it would seem appropriate for her to react some way. But we didn't hear from her about Harvey Weinstein and, you know, whether or not they had a personal friendship. She owes her Oscar to him. Literally, it makes me wonder if there, if if you know, if Gwyneth Paltrow has seen these behaviors, but to her it felt normal or something like that. And I'm totally, that is complete and total conjecture. But I do wonder about whether or not this is something that she even noticed, or if it was so part of her landscape that it was not even remarkable. Yeah. You know, and I would hope, though, that she will say something because she's been remarkably silent throughout all of this. Yeah. And she's somebody who has certainly benefited from some creepers in Hollywood. That's not her fault. Right. It's just that she's been there. Right. And so at some point to hear her perspective from that um, vantage point would be fascinating. Um, I did also just want to let you know, Andy Yateman, you you probably don't know that name. uh, People listening anyway. He is the director of global kids content at Netflix. Why were we talking about him? He was the guy if you might remember back at a soccer game where a woman came forward and said um, that she had been raped by Danny Masterson and he said we don't believe the accusers and she's like well I am one Mm -hmm. well he's since been fired so just to to tie up that story um, if you're gonna tell a woman who was a victim of rape that you don't believe her you might just lose your job Yeah. so just you know be careful with that Uh, when we come back why is People Magazine a D-bag today? I'll tell you after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. And by the way, they're real oh. and they're spectacular. Entertainment. 
People Magazine, you are a D-bag. Oh, no. What do they do now? I'm going to tell you on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, and these are your D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, okay, so Holly and I are sitting together this morning in the prep room, and um, we are talking about the fact that John Stamos is uh, having a, expecting a baby with his fiance. They just got engaged in October, and now there's a baby on the way. Oh, how cute. And Holly's like, I don't know. I don't think he's really all that attractive. And I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with you. He's super hot. He's blah, blah, kind blah. of got that, like, anyway. But she reads to me the headline from People Magazine. Now, they have since changed the headline. Oh. So I'm going to need Holly's memory uh, a little bit to remember what it originally was. But correct me if I'm wrong, Halls. It was something along the lines of John Stamos finally to be a dad. Yeah. They still have it on the website. Oh, God. It's for a video. So the headline for that video is John Stamos to finally be a father at 54. Quote, I'll be a fun dad. Okay. That's the story. The finally. Okay. They've, by the way, since changed it. Yeah. Probably because people were a little bit like, hey, mm, maybe we don't need to what, like find Like, what is that really like poor John Stamos that he. Didn't have a baby. I mean, listen, he met a woman. He loves a woman. He's they've decided to have a child. Yes. The timing, not anybody's business. Yeah. Also, I will say, I'm not really sure why we need to say he'll be a dad at 54. He's well, just going to be a dad. Well, yeah, I mean, but like he's just going to be a dad. Yeah. But I think the point they're making is he's an old man. But he's not old. I mean, 54, I I get what your point is, and your point is well taken. I'm just saying that at 54 to be a dad for the first time, I think that's, you know, maybe the, the newsworthy reason they posted that story. Probably. But, you know, again, I mean, he's... Just let the man have his baby. I think that the finally implies... That everyone needs to be a parent, a parent to a child. exactly. Like, woo, finally, John yeah. Stamos Guys, got with around the program. People worried he was not going to be a, or he was going. I right, that he wasn't yeah. Have that's children. the other thing. Yeah, like I wasn't really concerned about his also decision whether or not to have babies. Can you just please look at that photo? That one photo I know. of him putting the baby thing together. I know it's not he his best like work. He looks like a fifty-year-old woman. Right? It's just not a good photo. You know, he and has then, he usually looks really good. And then, but we're all we all have bad days. And then look down. Um I'm sorry, it's easy for me to say this because I've never found him particularly oh, I think he's appealing. He's so attractive. Um I it's that like I feel like Lori and Julia must love John Stamos. Do you got do you know? I don't Holly? know. I think they find him attractive. Yeah. Just because he's, he's got that like dark, swarthy yeah. rocker. Uh, I don't like the thing. cover. There's a cover Jesse shot of him that yeah. looks a little Jesse too Uncle Jesse for me. Also, Kokomo. please yeah. look at the photo. And Colleen, I already made you look at it. Mm-hmm. The one with him and his uh, lady Fiance. at um, Disney. Mm-hmm. She looks like she's 16 and he looks like her dad. It is. It's a picture from behind and she's wearing short shorts she's wearing like and a, she's adorable. Like a, like a, a what do you call that? Jumper. Yeah. Like a, a little jumper romper. Yeah. With like a big bow in her hair. Yeah. And it literally does look like he's uh, walking hand in hand with his teenage daughter. Yeah. 
But good on him. Congratulations. I'm so glad he's finally going to be a parent. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Now his life will be complete. Well, it's thanks to all that yogurt. Yes, it's the Oikos or the... Is, what Faye. was his? Faye. Was it Faye? No, he was Oikos. He was Oikos, yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's Greek. Bobby Flay. I, they're, they're both Greek, though. Bobby Flay is Greek? No, Faye. They're Greek and, yogurt, but yeah, Oikos yeah. is like a like Greek name. Correct. Right? Correct. Okay, yes. yeah. Anyway, uh, congratulations to John Stamos, and uh, thank you for changing your headline, People Magazine. Who's your D-bag? Um, well, mine is one I think uh, we should all be able to get behind. And her name, I didn't even know her name until today, and maybe I should. Rebecca Ferguson. Does that name ring a bell to you? No. Rebecca, Rebecca Ferguson. Ferguson. Was she responsible for News of the World, that whole uh, phone tapping? No? Thing. Okay. Okay, sorry. Wow. Rebecca Ferguson <laughs> is uh, currently in... Um, or she's been in, among other things, she's a Swedish actress. She has been in The White Queen. And apparently, it is rumored mm-hmm. that she and Zac Efron might be dating. Um, uh, rude. Thank you. Uh, she is, apparently, she must be in this um, Greatest Showman. Because speculation has run rampant, apparently, that Rebecca Ferguson and Zac have been flirty. And uh, th- th- there was an Insty photo of her earlier this month, and he uh, captioned a snapshot of his co-star gazing at him lovingly with the quote, a picture is work- worth a thousand words. Only words I can think of now are mm-hmm. WTF, were you thinking, dude, look at her greatest showman, <sighs> Rebecca Ferguson. I will you know say, what? No, Mm-mm. we broke up with him. We don't care. We don't um, care anymore. Well, I am always going to care about the women that he has in mm. his life. And I will tell you that in this case, I don't buy this relationship. So here, here's the thing that we've learned about Zac Efron. Whenever he's in a movie, he's always rumored to be with the women in the movie. This is true. And you'll remember it was that one lady in Baywatch. I've since forgotten her name. The yeah, the one lady, the kind of plain looking brown haired lady, Daria, 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 face, studio, jealous much? No, just honest. And then there were rumors, like I think last week we talked about rumors that he and Zendaya were like uh, love interests. And of course, Zendaya is in the current film, right? Uh, the Greatest Showman. Mm-hmm. And so now, apparently, we've moved on to Rebecca Ferguson. Interesting. But of the women that he has dated in the past, I feel like Rebecca Ferguson does not look like any of the women that he's ever dated. So I have a hard time believing that this is actually real. Because I'm saying, like, every time we hear of a romance rumor, it's with some woman he's working with. True. Right? And that just, to me, is like, that's just for publicity's sake for the movie. No, this is true. I I think it's strange that there that there are concurrently two rumors that he's linked to yeah. two women. Well, I don't think the Zendaya one is like very It's not like somebody's pushing that out. No, That's I just think they're like just a, being romantic and it's like mm-hmm. that because what the story last week was that Zendaya kissed him and she was like, It was the best kiss of my life. Or no, it was the other way around. That it, uh Zach had kissed her and said it was like one of the best kisses he's ever had and I was like snooze that's just for the purpose of selling yeah. tickets to this dumb movie yeah um i'm not buying it but then but the, you are the story, gonna go to the movie i i mean not right away i got other movies to see and frankly the greatest showman right go ahead and say why we're not so 
you're not so keen on the greatest show. Oh, I thought that you were saying the subject of the movie is kind of an unsavory fellow. Oh, well, yeah, there's that. I thought that's I mean, what you were Yeah, in this movie to. I know is, so what Colleen is talking about is uh, the Greatest Showman deals with sort of, you know, surreptitious or uh, around the edges life of uh, circus P- performers. P.T. Barnum. Yeah. And um, the Greatest Showman, like he was the first guy to sort of, you know, create show business. But if you actually go back and read the story about the actual guy. Um, Not a great person. Kind of a horrible human being. Yeah. So, And I'm guessing that Hugh Jackman... Um, doesn't portray him as kind of a questionable human. Just a guess. Yeah. I mean, I imagine that, well, I mean, also they have like, it, the movie is clearly fantasy and it's a right. musical. So it's right. meant to be fantasy. So you're probably not supposed to take it that seriously. But also just like of the movies that are currently out there, I don't feel like this is a movie I'm going to rush out to see. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mm-hmm. kind of feel like it's not going to get the best reviews. I could be wrong. Could be really wrong. But anyway. Back to this lady. I'm, I'm just not trying not it. to care is what the what I'm dealing with right now is trying not to care. Even if whatever. I'm also, by the way, a little bit distracted by Zach Efron's uh Twitter feed right now because I'm recognizing that he has a signature when he replies to other people on Twitter. Do you know how he usually does it? With an emoji. Oh yeah. Well Yeah. Guess what? He I gave feel, us an emoji. I know. That's what I feel good about right now. That's the one time that we made contact with Zach Efron. It was with one emoji. I'm telling you, I may not want he's he may not be my number one at this point, but I'm always gonna have my eye out to he's see still on the list. that he's on the right path. All right, because we care about you, Zach Efron. When we come back, we've got some science for you. I'm gonna tell you uh two personality traits that will make you live longer. So, Bradley, oh, if you want to live to 100, what age are you living to? 1,050. Okay, it used to be 130-something. I'm just going to live forever. Okay, well, then you're going to have to work on a couple things. Uh, and I'll tell you what they are after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia. I saw that it was Donny Osmond, Kirk Douglas, and Jane years Fonda. Old. And I, I was just like, I wonder if that just makes people go, wow, I've, I've, I've got wisdom. I've been here for a while. I remember yeah. when. Young and beautiful. It's like eleven years old. Oh, I know it. I know it. I know it. I would. (laughs) I would. Voices were classic. I would put my arms around the speaker and put my head against the speaker (laughs) and sing with Donny to convince that when he did meet me, he was just going to want to hold my hands and talk to me about things and maybe. So many delusions. I know, really delusional. (laughs) Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. The radio home of people who will watch pretty much anything Andy Cohen has something to do with. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. This time we like to make you a little bit smarter with some scientific research that we have studied on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh, when I say we've researched the science, I mean we read an article. For example, Bradley. There are two personality traits that will make you live longer. Two personality traits that will make you live for longer. Why? Why? I mean, why? Because. 
the two personality traits that you must possess in order to live longer are stubbornness and optimism. Oh, now check and check. Okay, so here's um, where this information comes from. And, and this is what I find so fascinating. There have been a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of research and scientific studies about genetics and how those play into making you live longer, right? Yeah. Or lifestyle, meaning what you eat, you know, what you drink, and uh, how much you move. All of those things have been studied. But there haven't been a whole lot of studies about mental health or people's outlook and how that affects a long life. So these researchers went to this area in Italy called Select. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Where more, the majority of, um, of the, of, or I should say a larger portion of the of the population is over the age of 80. And many of them are living far into their 90s. One of the blue zones. Exactly. Precisely. And what they did is they took a look specifically at 29 of those elderly people who live in that region of Italy. Okay. And they um, and they surveyed them and the people around them about their outlook on life and their um, their disposition. And what they found was the two common traits that those older people had was stubbornness an unwillingness to leave their home to go live somewhere else an unwillingness to accept help for things and uh optimism meaning they were stubborn enough to stay where they were and optimistic enough to believe that they were able to continue their lives for as long as they wanted Interesting. Isn't that fascinating? But what I don't understand is if you have that, it's more likely to make you live longer, or is that the result of living longer? Well, I mean, the study basically just looks at it. I don't know that they know for sure, because again, it's, I mean, it's not like sciencey in that, like, this is the hard and fast rule, and now you know. They just were kind of retroactively saying these people are living longer. What are the, what are the traits of their outlook and their mental health? Hmm. And so, be- Did they find this anywhere else, or it's just this little? They uh, only town studied in, in this town in Italy, so they only took twenty nine of the people in this um, in this area that range in age from ninety to one hundred one. Um, there are hundreds in this in these villages in the Salento region of southern Italy. There are literally hundreds of residents who are older than the age of ninety. Wow! Which we would call, I mean, we would really say here, living well into your nineties is impressive and possibly rare oh yeah right yeah for sure so anyway stubbornness and optimism all right be stubborn i'm be optimistic although i don't know uh again i I feel like being too stubborn seems like it wouldn't help you live long it seems like you would just like um be frustrated i'm telling you my grandfather norwegian amazing norwegian man lived to be 94 95 94 in his 90s was the most stubborn person I had ever known. It was almost irritating to the people around him, but it worked for him. So, I mean, based on that one, I'm willing to bet that it's true across the board. For everyone. Obviously. That seems likely. Duh. 
All right. All right. So there you go. Um, He's stubborn and optimistic. I have news for you. So Mm. um, it turns out there is a giant uh, tumbling cigar-shaped interstellar object that is likely aliens. Really? Why? Because... Like they're on a ship, like they're on a cigar-shaped ship, and they're coming toward us. There is well, they've Little already come. Men? They've already flown by us, and they are now sailing out of our solar system. So this is fascinating. I had not known anything about this story, but when I see headlines that say "strange tumbling motion of cigar-shaped interstellar comet Uma Uma Mumuma," suggested it's an alien suggests it's an alien probe with broken engines. That says a leading astronomer. So apparently, first of all, the name Uma Uma Mumuma. That's a Hawaiian name that means... Thurman? Uh, what? Oma, Uma, Oma, Muma? No, that's Thurman? Uma Thurman. This oh, okay. is... Did you say Ermin, like the weasel? Okay, both of you need to sit down right now and listen to the story. Umuuma Muma. It's a Hawaiian word. It just means like new messenger. Anyway, that's neither hither nor thither. Dr. Jason Wright, he's from Penn. And he said that there's this object and people are like, where the heck did this object come from? So normally a comet, right? It has a path and it comes mm-hmm. back around and it's it's on a loop. But this object flew from out of nowhere. It's the first interstellar object that's been observed, meaning it came from outside of our solar system and then flew through our solar system on a, a creepily odd path that should not apply to something that is natural mm-hmm. okay and so and it was it was going super fast like 32 miles per second fast so flying through our solar system at an on a weird course and a weird trajectory it's cigar shaped and the way that they tracked it, it it indicated that it was like tumbling which again it should not do if it's just a regular asteroid or a comet and uh, so people like but not uh, or, uh, people, including but not limited to Stephen Hawking and others have been training their scientific eyes on this object as it hurdles through our solar system to listen to it, to observe it, to see uh, if they can pick up any anomalies, because the, the suggestion has been made that it could be some kind of probe from an alien world that's out of control and higgledy piggledy flying across our universe. This is so cool. Yeah. The the problem is it's not a regular comet where it would come back around and it's moving too fast that we can't send a probe up to look at it. So can't we like get Ben Affleck or somebody okay, to like build not, an aircraft and go up real. and grab it and And also do you really want Ben Affleck doing anything right now? I mean, I'm just saying you know, he'd be gone a long time. That's what I was. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what well, I was. Where I was going with that? Unfortunately, we would not be able to get anything that fast flying at the cigar-shaped oh. comet named Umamumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumumum
think about it. If it were an alien probe that was hurtling out of control, mm-hmm. you would likely be able to detect uh, radio waves right. leaking off of it. Right. And um, maybe figure out where from whence it came. Yeah. I can. I'm just going to say something and I know it's dumb. OK, okay. so well, just wouldn't be the first dumb thing said on our show. It's, but, but it's really dumb. And I yeah. know that it's really dumb. But just go with me in this moment. I just am fascinated because there's so much stuff going on out there that they need to pay attention to. In I just universe, think universe or yes. even like in the United States. No, in the universe. I'm saying like the people who pay attention to that to notice this one little speck. I mean, when you really like let your brain I'm it's an existential moment, but when you let your brain try to comprehend the amount of space that they're paying attention to, when you imagine that they have noticed the trajectory of this what amounts to really a tiny little speck. Just, yeah. That's amazing to me. Yeah, that somebody... Well, I'm just pre- filled with wonder right now, yeah, that's no, all. Yeah, no, absolutely should, and mankind should be more concerned with wonder because we would probably do more things. But I did want to just um, put a finer point on it and say that today at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, a particular uh, listening project is going to aim a telescope at Umamumamuma for 10 hours awesome. of observations in a wide range of radio frequencies scanning the object. In search of any alien signals. So stay tuned. So cool. All right. And stay tuned to the Colleen and Bradley show because when we come back, we've got a very special guest. It's our friend Ann Michaels, who is in the show Annie at the Ordway. And we've got tons to talk with her about after this on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. Entertainment.